This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Pink Popcorn, the movie review show that finds a little bit of homo in every film. My name is Paul Tonta. And I'm Kylie Eddy. Move away from food, let's go into films. Straight into the films. We've got, there's a new Australian documentary called Mrs. Carey's Concert. We'll be reviewing that. Plus the Israeli film The Human Resources Manager. And finally... A little bit of blockbuster. A little bit. A big Easter egg of Thor. Of Thor. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, with with an all-star Australian, you know, English... It's um, Irish American cast. I know it's very eclectic, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, but let's just as long as the fellas get their shirts off. That's that's a that's, that's a bonus for, that's for lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're joined by Sonia from Sci-Fi and Squeam, which is on Tuesday, ten pm, on Joy ninety four point nine. So welcome, Sonia. Thank you. It's great to be here. And Alan's because Alan's off in uh, Dumpling Land at the moment. He's in China. Wow. I know Ooh. it's crazy, isn't it? And uh, your your show, obviously, as the name states, is all about sci-fi, but mm-hmm. you don't just limit it to films, do you? No, we do um, fiction as well, like novels, and actually this week, this Tuesday, we're doing um, steampunk. Ooh. Oh, oh. I, only uh-huh. just, I only just heard about that. Oh, okay. With, um, A bit like the never. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's not really, it's not my, you know, it's a new thing for me. It's not your corset? No, I, I love the title okay. of steampunk. It's just so wonderful. Yeah. And I, I mean, in terms of steampunk, because I know there's a couple of films, the Australian film, the uh, Mysterious Geographic Explorations of Jasper Morello. And also the, mouthful, yes. Yeah, I know it is. Mm-hmm. Oof, great film. <laughs> um, and the Japanese anime... Um, Oh my gosh, not Metropolis. Anyway, there's, there's, a, there's a, a, some fantastic Japanese anime that is mm. steampunk, so yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Um, I think you're thinking of, of steam, actually. Steam. Oh. Mm. I'm going to do some research. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. steam. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Sarah Harvey, who's actually, um, she writes lesbian steampunk fiction. Fantastic. There wow. is such a thing. Oh my God. And Robert Rankin, I've got an interview with him. Right. Yep. There's, I have to really listen in and I have to listen to your podcast, clearly. So you podcast, clearly you podcast um, as well, don't you? Ah, yes. All by myself, but yes, (laughs) you know the feeling. I do know the feeling. So if you have missed uh, Sonia's shows Mm -hmm. in the past, you can just go to joy.org.au forward slash sci-fi and squeam and the podcasts are all there for your listening pleasure. So she's going to be pushing the buttons for us today. And we haven't got any sci-fi, well, for sci-fi. Yeah, it is totally. Fantasy slash comics. Oh, yeah. Gee, it's you. a big, it's a big universe. at sci-fi. <laughs> you are very strict with your categorisation. <laughs> it's genre, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh well, we've got lots to look forward to in this show. And how can you get in touch with us? Paul? You can uh, SMS us on oh four two seven joy nine four nine or email on air at joy.org.au. So let us know what films you've seen over the Easter break. You may have already seen Thor, so because we'll be reviewing that at the end. So you know, we'll get some some comments on that. Um, you can also Facebook. So Facebook search. Uh, for Pink Popcorn. So first up, we'll be listening to Best Friend by The Drums. This is Pink Popcorn with Kylie and Paul on Joy 94.9. This is a Pink Popcorn podcast. Mrs. Kira's Concert is a new film from Academy Award nominee... 
Rob Connolly. At a sissy Sydney girls' school MLC, music director Karen Carey prepares her young students for a concert at the Opera House. Believing in the transformative power of great music, Carey insists on a classical repertoire, sets a dauntingly high performance standard, and requires a participation of every single girl in the school, but not everyone shares her passion. Actually, you know what? I should sing the words, but it's classical. So when you no get words. into the Opera House with the whole school and you're doing these amazing works, the end results. Yeah, but the thing is, right, we don't want to be there. There is no hiding. You cannot hide. You have to give your best. Why am I doing it? Why am I spending hours and hours on these kids? Applause. I love how she said, it's, I love hearing an Aussie accent in the trailers. And they go, why am I hiding? Why, why am I hiding this? Why, why, why am I doing this? <laughs> no, yes, of course, they're very upper class in Sydney, the MLC. I'm not sure where this is in Sydney, being a complete Melbourneite. But um, the, I, I really, really, really love this film. It is quite amazing. It, it was the opening night film of the Adelaide Film Festival earlier this year. And the director, Bob Connolly, he, he's one of Australia's most famous documentarians. He um, has made a number of films. Rats in the Ranks, Facing the Music. And this is um, a ex- pretty extraordinary achievement. And I was thinking about with, with documentaries, you've really got, you know, they're either subject-based or character-driven yeah. or what have you. And I, basically this one, you've just got great characters. I mean, you know, with documentaries, you've really got fantastic, this, this documentary, you've got fantastic characters, this wonderful scenario where they're giving a concert. So, you know, you've got this end <laughs> You've got point. the timeline. You've got, you've got an end point. <laughs> um, and you've got real emotion because you're dealing with these teachers who want to, you know, excel. You know, do they want to achieve success for their students or for themselves, your own personal gain? You've got these kids who either, I don't want to be there most of the time or, <laughs> you know, or, you know. Grumpy or, teenage girls right which there. Which is phenomenal. There's one in there, Lily. She's, fin- if you want a grumpy teenager oh god she's awesome in it. so in terms of the, the 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 characters in the film you basically got mrs carey as the teacher she's the head of the music department there's a number of other teachers in there as well um but then on the students you've really got two main girls one emily who's an incredibly gifted violin player and and they want the teachers want emily to be the lead um in she's this, like the soloist isn't exactly she? right yeah. yes um and she's very reluctant she's she's had a, a tragedy early in her life um and so the you know and she's a really quite reserved girl she really says she doesn't she's asked at the start of the film does she want to be the leader of the orchestra and she just doesn't really want to she doesn't want to be a leader and she wants she wants to follow not lead the other character the other main character is lily who is the precocious really surly. is she a bit emo or is oh, she? no she's not really emo she's just whatever like she's just like she literally is like whatever i don't want to do it like when they when they're practicing and they're singing she just doesn't do it she just sits there just cross her arms and looks around looks at everybody you know, these dead you know these daggers. stink eye oh it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> and they really and they really don't know like the teachers just don't know how to handle her like it's quite extraordinary they really just and and this fantastic scene where Lily is like, you know, without the teachers being present, just speaking with the filmmakers. You know, she is. I just know how to deal with humans. They're not hard to work out. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like she's sixteen and she knows everything. She's that fantastic teenager. Oh, she they knows just know everything, everything that's ever been known. I want her to see this film in like ten years' time. You know, I want and to just look go, back and go. Really, I was a precocious brat. My God, someone should have just slapped me. <laughs> um, but as a drama, look, it is fantastic, and there are so many 
wonderful characters and the teachers. So there's one teacher particularly I love in there. She's just this really generous soul and really generous, you know, loving spirit. You can just tell she'd be the best teacher. Um, it's, it's really um, – the style is fly on the wall, isn't it? it? There's no is. narration per se. There's no – it just follows the stories of the students. And this is a biannual concert that they do. Exactly. So, it's over about 18 months, mm. I think, they shot. Mm. Yeah. Um, I did see an interview with uh, Bob Conley, the director, and he co-directs with his partner. Well, he's, he used to – yeah, his, his wife, um, who passed away a number of years ago, unfortunately, um, Robin – she, Robin Anderson. She oh, that's right. Prison. This is his first film since, uh, I think, 2004. This is his first film. Um, yeah, and it's co-directed um, by her name Sophie Raymond. Um, yeah. So this is his first film, not with Robin. Uh, I mean, you really would need the support because you're in the trenches for 18 months yeah. and you really don't know if there's any way it's going to work out. And because he doesn't rely on a narrator mm. to go back and kind of cover the holes, you just have to film everything and hope, that's, hope that in the editing process, the things that you've kind of planned uh, pay off. And you're exactly right. And I, the editing of this would have been – because the concert was in 2008. So obviously it's uh, taken a long time to edit. And yeah. you can tell they're really – to fashion – the narrative in there and because they would have shot hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage. Oh, 18, 18 months. Yeah, it's insane. And then how many girls are in the, you know, there's hundreds of girls yeah. out there in there. So, I mean, I think they really had to, I mean, choose how they were going to structure it yes. in amongst, I mean, that is like my worst nightmare going yeah. through all that footage. Yeah, it's crazy. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, I really respect documentary makers for doing that for us. Oh, absolutely. No, yes, thank you very much. Um, so, in terms of, I mean, queer content, there is no queer content in the film, but I mean, thinking about it, um, it's it's the thing I really liked about, one of the things I really liked about this film is with the kids, you know, they're, you know, we've all been to school, you know, a lot of us have done music and we all, something, sport, whatever it is that we didn't want to do and they're forced to do it and, you know, you just go and it's someone who obviously, when they're talking about emotion and, you know, they're saying to the students, okay, bring something to this and what are you thinking and what are you feeling? These kids haven't even lived a life. Yeah. You know, they've got, they've got you know, issues and problems. I mean, nothing queer about it, but I was just sort of projecting going, this is going to be really interesting if there's some queer kids and they're being told, okay, you know. You have to do this. You've got to do this and what's your emotion? Or have, you, you know, have you had a draw on some well of emotion? And anyway, I, I, I think it's ripper. And the, the concert itself goes for about 20 odd minutes or the, the excerpts. And so, you know, it's, you get a lot and it's, Pretty fantastic. I gotta say, it's it's very rousing. Rousing, I love very it. Rousing. So, how many stars are you I'm giving? Giving it four stars. Right, four out of yeah, five. Yeah. That I, is fantastic. It's, it's a fantastic. huge wrap, and it's in limited release right now. So, yeah, not not many cinemas at all. So, you know, check the directories. Um, I for, had for screen do details. have a feeling though that this might be one of those things that's screened on free to air TV at some point. Yeah, and obviously DVD. But yeah. if you want to see it now, it's. Go a, to I the think cinema. I think especially for the music, if you'd like, because the music is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, um, you know, and they're school kids, but yeah, it's they're pretty, pretty good. School. Awesome! It's <laughs> they've really, been practicing for two years. Yeah, really awesome, yeah. So I think definitely check it out on the big screen. So, yes, Mrs. Kerr's concert coming up um, on the show. We'll be talking Thor, um, but up next is the Human Resources Manager. This is I can show you, but Tim and John. This is Pink Popcorn with Kylie Paul on Joy ninety four point nine. This is a Pink Popcorn podcast. 
That was Katie Lang. Oh, God, I love Katie Lang so much with Habit of Mine. This is Pink Pop. What? You are such a lesbian. I'm such a lesbian. <laughs> I'm a total lesbian. You're on Pink Pop called Kylie and Paul on Joy 94.9. I think that's called uh, Lesbros. <laughs> really? It's like guys, who gay guys, oh. Oh, who hang out with lesbians, oh, not okay. who want to be lesbians. Well, you know. Yeah, you're a Lesbros. Let us know. I'm <laughs> sure. Exactly. I love those terms. It's so good. All right, back to the movie reviews. The Human Resources Manager is a tragic comedy centred on the HR manager of Israel's largest industrial bakery, who sets out to save the reputation of his business and prevent the publication of a newspaper article after one of their workers, who is a Romanian woman, is killed in a terrorist attack. On a mission to do the right thing, the human resource manager travels with the woman's body from Jerusalem to her hometown in Eastern Europe, but things are never as simple as the best laid plans. I really like this film, and one of the biggest... I knew you would uh, like this the, film! <laughs> one of the biggest issues I have with this film is that when I, I've saw, I saw it a few weeks ago, and all the you know advertising and the title and everything, it just seems like... Dullsville. It really just doesn't sell it as anything other than this kind of... Even like the synopsis, which of course is true, it yes. really does sell it as a very kind of dour, serious film. It's not. It's actually a really wonderful life-affirming kind of, you know, comedy, drama, comedy. Really? Yeah. Well... <laughs> I love that you think that. I didn't really laugh oh, much right. during it. And even was, reading I, I, that line saying tragic comedy, I'm like, hmm. I don't think there's laughs. I don't think there's, there's not belly laughs, but there's definitely, you know, it's humorous. You well, know, just- there is a, a, a moment in the film where the journalist, so basically the human resource manager, this, you know, it's kind of like a motley crew. They have to go across mm, exactly. this it's a road, very a road, road movie. movie. Yeah, it's a road movie when everyone disparate, disparate people. Comes and they've together. all got problems and they all, all come got together. Issues. And issues. But it's not as... Clunky. Sorry. I'll, and yeah, yeah. I have to finish this thought. And so a journal, the journalist who's going to write this horrible newspaper article, yeah. which kind of has stirred up all this trouble in the very first place, goes along with them to kind of document it to make sure that they do the right thing. And partway through, he does say the line. He says, oh, it's not funny, ha-ha. It's funny, depressing. <laughs> and I went, truer words True, have yeah. never been spoke. But that's the thing. I guess it's more like, I mean, I like like Scandinavian cinema and a lot of South American cinema like Argentinian which is a very droll and very very dry and that's what this is this is that kind of you know cinema Um, I Israeli cinema we don't get too many films in cinemas from Israel the the last one well Lemon Tree is the previous one from this director which I thought was fabulous Um, which is more quite dramatic but the previous big Israeli film was called The Band's Visit which was you know, a real dry comedy, which is a huge success. And I was my favourite film about four years ago. I think it's magnificent. Um, so, <laughs> Israeli cinema, and, you know, there's, they make some fantastic... They've always made great short films. They've got great film schools. I, I, really, I quite like Israeli cinema. I'm a big big fan. I, I think this is a really endearing... Um, and it's quite a, a really an insightful film as well. Well, actually. I do think it is an insightful film. Well, the, the parts that I did like, like, well, A, the first shot is starts at a bakery with gorgeous, yum, yummy sweetbreads. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to really enjoy this film. They don't stay at the bakery for long no, enough as far as I'm concerned. No. Um, and I love that the, there's this human resource character who is kind of quite a maligned role and he really is... He does go on quite a tremendous internal yep. uh, uh, journey from where he starts to where he ends. And I really like that. He does make quite significant changes to his life. And he's a fantastic, um, charismatic actor as well who's played him. It's Mark Ivanov. 
He's I don't a, know. Yeah, he's a Russian guy. Yeah, he's actually appeared in a lot of uh, Hollywood films because I think he can he play. Plays, he plays the, the bad Russian. He can't. Well, yeah, he plays yeah. the bad Middle Eastern guy. Yeah, yeah. And he, um, I think I actually know him. He because as soon as he came on the screen, I'm like, hmm, he seems very familiar. And I think it was from his TV work in Dollhouse. Oh. So for is that Josh Whedon? It is. Yeah, so you're for, Josh Whedon. For the Josh Whedon fans out yes. there, you might recognise his face. Yeah, and his his journey. I mean, you know, he's estranged from his wife. He's got a team teenage daughter, you know, obviously there's problems there. He's got and a crappy job. He's a crappy job. He's basically, his mother runs the company, you know, he's been given the job because of that. And so there's all these, you know, kind of, and he's got to do the right thing by taking this body back to Romania, which you never find it, it's Romania, but you sort of yeah. do afterwards, which yeah. I don't think it really matters per se. No, just, I actually no. thought he did look like Siberia at one point. Yeah, yeah. And I actually <laughs> found out through my research that the novel, it is actually based oh, on, they actually do Siberia. go to Siberia. It's ba- this is based on a novel. Yeah, um, I don't know why they quite changed it to Romania or Eastern Europe. I mean, it just looked, Money, but you can imagine. I'm sure the Roma- it's, it's a Money. money thing. I'm sure it's like the Romanians just say, we'll give you X amount of dollars to... Do it here. And, and you know, they need, there are some special, well, I mean, I don't want to say special effects, but there is a tank involved. Yeah. That's and right. so, <laughs> there's some, that's a, for me, there's a really, it's a, it's a road movie. If you like road movies, you know, these molecule people get together, you know, it's, it all, it's, you know, say a happy ending, but you know, it's a really satisfying, for me, it's a really it satisfactory, a satisfying emotionally, fi- emotional film. The journey's fantastic. What they go through is quite funny. You know, they pick up this, um, the kids, um, the, the woman's kid along the way, who's just, you know, this, you know, surly teenager. It's a silly oh teenager. Oh, there's lots of silly teenagers. Today. Yeah, Thor. There's lots of silly teenagers. Um, so you know, I, I think it's. I found this really enjoyable. I, I really, really enjoyed this film. So well, I didn't really enjoy it quite as much as you. I think because it had been built up for you know, in my mind, as more of a comedy, and for me. It was not funny. Yeah. And I think that that might be maybe uh, my expectations were out of sync with what it actually was. And if I had have known, oh, look, it's a, a drama with a few funny moments, maybe that would have helped me. But mm. yeah. I found it pretty tough going, to yeah. be honest. And quick content. Zero. There's none in this. Yeah. Uh, zero. My quick content, I thought the lead actor was quite handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, even if I thought he was. Yeah, he is very charismatic. There's nothing in it for the yes. ladies, really. So, what are you? <laughs> I'm giving you three and a half stars. Mm, oh, I'm gonna, I'm going to have to give it two and a half right. stars. Yes, it's in limited release as of from next week, but there are actually advanced screenings this weekend. So. Check your directories for for screening details for the Human Resources Manager. Up next, we'll be talking Thor. This is My House from Hercules and the Love Affair. This is Pink Popcorn with Kylie and Paul on Joy 94.9. This is a Pink Popcorn podcast. You're on Pink Popcorn with Kylie and Paul on Joy 94.9. Thor, the powerful but arrogant warrior, is cast out of the fantastic realm of Asgard and sent to live amongst humans on Earth. But he must return to his home planet as there is a traitor in the royal royal court and their legendary enemies, the Frost Giants, will soon enter and destroy the world. Banished on Earth, Thor meets physicist Jane Foster, but he must find a way back. I have sacrificed much to achieve peace. Thor... Through your arrogance and stupidity, you have opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to the horror and devastation of war. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy. You are an old man and a fool! You're unworthy! Father, I now take from you your power, and I cast you out! 
good lord. I cast you out. <laughs> I am just, oh, that just, I'm trying so hying not to laugh during that. <laughs> I mean, out of context, it seems ridiculously it funny. It does. And it's Anthony Hopkins being all, rah, I'm chewing up the scenery and spitting it out. <laughs> he is, hasn't got uh, long to make his presence no, felt. But he's got an eye patch, damn it, because he gets his eye cancer. <laughs> How no, can he act with just one eye? Oh, look, Anthony Hopkins can act with his fingernails and still <laughs> impress and go, rah. It's directed by Kenneth Branagh, who, of course, you I know. It's amazing yeah, that yeah. he directed Shakespeare. This. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the, you mentioned the Hollywood suits going, who are we going to get for the, I'm not going to put an accent on because that would be terrible. But, you know, who are we going to get for this, you know, this, in this film? And someone at some point has seen his version of Hamlet, which is extraordinary and the big, uh, scenes in, in the, uh, the Royal Court are fantastic. And they've gone, all right, we need pageantry, we need bigness, we need, let's get that Hamlet guy. <laughs> and because there's no the real Hamlet reason dude. why. Yeah, the Hamlet guy, let's get the Hamlet dude. Um, there's no real reason why Kenneth Branagh, I mean, he hasn't really done much to, you know, to go, wow, he can do a superhero film. But then again, you look at why they picked Tim Burton to do Batman after he did, you know, Pee Wee Herman and Beetlejuice, you know, and you go, well, why not give him a go? Um, he does, a, he does a good job. Actually, <laughs> throw, I, throw the kid, a, yeah, throw the kid, throw a, the kid a, a bone. He's like fifty, forty-five. He's like, throw the kid a bone. Look, I actually enjoy this film. You know, I'm not partial to blockbusters generally, but I mean, I do look when they're fun and they're kind of done well with the, you know, sense of humour, tongue in the cheek. I'm, I go with it. Like Iron Man was great. You know, that was yeah. that was really fantastic. That benefited greatly from Robert Downey Jr. Um, but you know. It was pretty fantastic. This Chris Hemsworth, of course, you know, the Australian boy, he was in Home and Away. And Has made it good. Made it good. He's buffed up and, you know, what have you. He's actually he's actually very good. You know, this is... He's kind of weird looking, don't you think? He's kind of odd looking. Yeah, he's kind of... He is. He's, he's strange. <laughs> I kept focusing on his on his, um, his, eye, his eyelashes. It's just strange. I, I don't know. It's weird. Sonia's also saying that she's a bit disturbed by his yeah. facial hair. Disturbed. <laughs> yeah, he's special. But he's actually, he's actually very, very good. I really liked him in this film. He doesn't... Look, you know, this... this is not Hamlet, so you don't have to, you know, go through this huge character arc, but you know where he's going to. But he's, look, he's good. You go, you know what? You are going to be a star. Keep your head on your shoulders and you will be a big star in Hollywood. Well, he's got a so few Thor movies coming up. He has up. with the Avengers, because the whole, I'm, I'm really not down with the whole Marvel verse, but there's Thor and Captain America coming out this summer, and, or this American summer, this summer, the two months here, and there's Iron Man and something else. The, the Hulk, I think, is what. Well. Anyway, uh, there's like four of them. The Green Lantern, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. there's like four or five of them, and they're all getting for the Avengers, and that's directed by. Joss Whedon. Oh, that's yeah, so exciting. Yeah. That so, is actually really exciting because so, he does have a good sense of humour yeah, about these yeah. things. So I think that that's what I'm actually looking forward to. I will put myself through Captain America. Wow. Um, just, I know, whew, just to see because the Avengers next year will, I reckon, be a lot of fun. In the meantime, this is quite good. Look, the thing, about the thing that doesn't work about this, the romance, Nellie Portman's great. She's Nellie Portman. But the romance doesn't really work. It's a bit silly in this film. Um, Kat Dennings as the comic sidekick. Um, Nellie Portman's pretty good. She's got some great Lines. Is, wait a second. Just going back. Is Natalie Portman a, a physicist? Oh, she's a sorry. Yeah, she's a oh, physicist. A physicist? She's, she's a she's a smart, good-looking, sexy, strong, sexy physicist. physicist. Who, you know, they all are. They all are. Every single one of them. I don't know if don't you know that. Don't dispute it. They all are. <laughs> So, yeah, and they all look like Natalie Portman. Um, so, you know, like in terms of her character, yeah, basically, you know, she's, they're out, she's wanting to find, I don't even know what she's trying to find in the middle of something, some physicist some stuff. storm physicist. Just, what do physicists do? I anyway, don't even know. And Thor gets, Thor gets banished, she gets thrown down on Earth, and they hit, and she's out driving, and they hit, um, she hits him with the car, and then, you know, you know, X, Y, Z. So, that's not really much in it, and it's not much point really about their romance, but it's just 
you know. Is that humanising him? Because he now does. He's a, is he, he loses his power on Earth, right? He does, correct. Because he has uh, his, his power is a big hammer. Right. And basically, and, and Anthony... And, and you're and not Anth- using that in as a euphemism <laughs> no, for something else? Well, there's many. You can draw many parallels in this film. Mm-hmm. So, he basically loses his hammer. And when oh. he gets banished to Earth, he loses it. And basically, um, the Anthony Hopkins character, the father, says, whoever is worthy of wielding the sword can... Can you can carry it? It gets thrown into Earth, you know, conveniently. It lands like two kilometers away from where Thor is banished, like really oh, dirt. That's nice. And it's basically like an Excalibur thing where it's in a whole lot of concrete or, or, or rock. So basically, you know, whoever pulls it out is worthy. And right. Thor ends up trying to pull it out, but he can't because you know what? He's not worthy. I kept imagining uh, Wayne, Wayne's world, Garth and Wayne, going, <laughs> you're not worthy in that point. <laughs> you're not worthy. You're, you're not, not worthy. You're not worthy. Look, this the thing about this film. You know, it's made for fourteen-year-old boys. Let's face it, and you know, and it's fun for so what. Let's it, right up your alley, then. It's what I'm like. no, it's, I actually went in thinking, you know, it's going to be blah. It's kind of fun. I, what, you know, it's a three-star film. Three-star, yeah, three-star film. That's you know, great. It's, it's entertaining and it ticks all those buttons. There's only a few moments of slow-mo violence, which annoy me. It's pretty chaste. There's not a lot of violence in it. There is a lot of killing, but it's not you off-screen. Know, or- well, no, it's not like monsters, and you know, it's all a bit you know fantasy-like. So. It's fine. I didn't. And was there any queer content? Just no, finally? no. Apart from no, you know, Chris getting his no. gear off. Yeah, exactly. At if, every you, if, if you like moment. Muscle Marys, go for it. You know, in that regard, <laughs> he's just big and hairless, and uh, no, it's not. It's just with, a bit, with a with a big uh, hammer. Yeah, big a big, large, wide hammer. Mm, great. Yeah. So anyway, so that's thought. You know, it's 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 good for what it is. It's good for what I. And it's playing everywhere. It's pr- playing goddamn absolutely yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So, but you know, I think as part of the Marvel universe, it's worth. It's worth it. So, and that's uh, that's Thor, I guess. Um, right now, we'll be playing Robin. Hang with me. This is Pink Popcorn with Kylie and Paul on Joy ninety four point nine. This is a Pink Popcorn podcast, and that's it for another week of Pink Popcorn. Good it, lord, it's gone so quick. And I just wanted to give a big, big thanks to Sonia from Sci Fi and Squeam, who has filled in for Alan. Alan's off jetting about and Sonia has been pushing the buttons for us today, doing a fantastic job. Hooray! I would recommend checking out her show Tuesdays at 10pm. If you like film stuff and you particularly like sci-fi, I have been told you must listen to this show. <laughs> I was told just by Sonia there because I didn't have my genres quite right. So uh, uh, check it out. And also you can check out her podcast, which is um, on the Joy website under Sci-Fi and Squeam. Wow. And next week, what are we... Because uh, I'll be... I'll be. Uh, Where are you off next yeah, week? You're I'm off. I'm down the peninsula. I'm just, I'm just having a week off. <laughs> Look, I can't believe you don't even have a good story. You're not even going overseas. No. You're just leaving me to my own devices. Exactly. I'm well, sorry. luckily, I have found someone to replace you. And it's the very, very, very <laughs> capable Conrad. So, yeah, yes. so Con- Conrad is uh, Conrad Brown will be joining me in the studio next week, and we will be talking about source code. Bit of Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I can't go wrong there. And um, also a new film that is screening as part of the first look program at Acme called On Tour mm. about some American burlesque dancers yes. in France. Wait, I know that's it's uh, it's going to be another great show next week. Absolutely, and you can stay in contact us with, contact with us via all the social networks, Facebook. Twitter. Twitter or on the blog. Um, all the links are at joy.org.au 
uh, forward slash pink popcorn. And I'd just like to say thank you to James for, for SMSing in and saying that he's loving some of the tracks we're playing today. That is Paul's music choice. Yes, thank you, James. And Lots of Australian stuff today, so we're really thrilled. And new, thrilled. new stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. The Tim and John, I just can't get enough of that. Oh, you <laughs> love amazing. it. Um, if you do want to hear the, have the entire playlist, that's actually listed on our blog. So just go to um, Pink Popcorn um, on the Joy website and you'll be able to go to the blog and there is Paul's track listing for all the songs we played today. And coming up next is Adam Todd with Bandcamp. So until next week, see you at the movies. See you, everyone. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.